what do you, you what the hell right? are you gonna do with that yeah you're listening to the no one special podcast a weekly interview show where guests go from stranger to special within the hour i'm your host mike means shannon's sick this week sorry guys today we're talking with quentin suggs welcome quentin jump right in our first question quentin is what do you do tell us about what you do Oh, um, a lot, <laughs> I guess. Um, uh, I'm a father, um, a husband, so I've got three daughters, um, senior in high school, freshman in high school, and a seventh grader. So uh, my oldest plays travel softball at a pretty intense level. You know, we've been privileged to travel all over the country to see her play, so that, that occupies a lot of time. My uh, middle daughter, who's a freshman over at West Claremont High School, she is in the marching band. Um, wow, she's she's a busy kid. She's she's an exceptional kid. She uh, freshman class president, so you know we got to go back and forth from school to pick her up for that. She's in marching band, so we got to go back and forth from school um, to pick her up for that, which you know we've talked about in the past. Um, she's in two plays, and she is uh, taking on uh, like sound tech right now. So she nice. is involved in uh, youth play. Um, which is a small world because there's one of the families in the softball world, um, their little daughter's in a play, and so she gets to see Grace, and she gets excited because she's doing the sound in the play. So it's, uh, you know, every day the kid goes to school, and she doesn't get home until about 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the evenings. Um, this week's uh, kind of cram week for one of the plays, so she'll be getting home around 9 or 10. That's just the kid's life every day. I mean, it's just resilient. But, uh, you know, exceptional kid, very proud of her and, and everything that she's got going on. And then our, our youngest daughter, uh, synchronized swimming, which is not the most mainstream sport there is out there. Yeah. But again, that comes with travel that we're we're we're, we're building into to to go see some of her routines because the the sport is dominated out west. So you know, as you get older, you know, Arizona, California, are some of the main places that they would compete. So there's that. Um, just keeping up with that. So you're just um, doing dad stuff. Uh, a lot, a lot. Yeah, it's uh, you know to keep their life afloat and keep them involved and yeah, just uh, sure. the exposure and you know you try to turn everything into a life lesson with them because I, I don't think uh, the pressures of life ever go away. Mm-mm. So the quicker anyone can can learn to deal with them, uh, the better off they are in life. You know, whether you use sports as an avenue to teach your kid that or a play, um, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. They, they've got to learn that life brings pressure and anxiety, and you got to deal with it. For sure. So cope. Um, my wife, she is a nurse, um, so she works third shift. So it's uh, again exceptional. Those Twelve-hour shifts. And, yep. Oh my goodness. So she 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 works her tail off to keep things going around the house and. You know, it's uh, just sleeps uh, you know a few days a week just because you know third shift. That's what that's what brings with it. So, so it sounds like you're spending your time just being support staff for the rest of the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I it, admire that. That's an important role, trying to keep everybody's heads on straight, though. Right. For sure. And then uh, I'm a real estate agent, so I uh, that is that you know. This industry has been an absolute blessing, and I don't want to deceive anyone to think that it's, uh, you know, the schedule working is is around my family. 
because it is is I've missed birthday parties, you know I've missed graduations, I've missed uh, a lot of you know what the the average person would consider a important event because clients have called. You know I've got to do things. You know there's yeah. been we've we've celebrated Father's Day and have a good nice cookout, and I'm over in the corner on the phone um, thanks to technology. Uh, you're able to get this stuff done. So there's a lot of times that, you know, I'm sitting with the other dads in the outfield with my head in my phone, updating contracts or, or talking uh, yeah. to, to clients to keep it going. So, you know, thank God for technology. Thank God for this career and this path to, to free up. As, as you can hear, it's, there's a lot of time and, and, and the traveling all over the country and, uh, keeping all the kids in the sports and involved, uh, it's not free. No. <laughs> no <it's not. laughs> uh, hotels, gas, uh, at school, it costs. Um, so, yeah, th- this industry, um, if you're willing to make certain sacrifices in your life, you know, some, the average person would say, oh, that's that's a ridiculous sacrifice. But, you know. Uh, I've noticed what I've done since I've been in real estate, and I know you've been longer than I have. Um, you do make those sacrifices, but it seems like you gain so much more freedom in exchange for that. Like, yeah, okay, if I get called on Christmas, I'm going to work on Christmas. Correct. But I was there for every softball game. Or it's it's a balance that I guess you could work yourself out of that as well, but it's definitely there to be found. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is a fine line of, of being there and being present. Sometimes I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, I, I'm with the family, but you know, mentally, my head might be somewhere else because uh, uh, dealing with inspections, dealing with uh, a loan that fell apart, or you know, just dealing with the the everyday hassles of of what comes. Got four with lines this out at once. Sounds like family is what you do. Yes. Yes. Uh, real estate obviously is your job. Yes. But you're driven by taking care of them kids. Shaping them into, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You hear the the family life balance all the time, and it, it it's tough, man. It's tough conversations. Um, you know, a philosophy that I've I don't know if it's a philosophy, nothing. I don't think there's an original thought in the world, but uh, just something I've embraced is uh, the truth is always in the middle. You know, no matter what, you know, when you try to find balance, you hear this argument, you hear that argument, you hear arguments on both sides of how this and how that. And it's just you can't go extreme on anything. It's just, you know, find the, uh, humble yourself to some of your own philosophies, but the truth is always in the middle. And just find that balance of, you know, what works for you? You know, what are you passionate about? So that's, that's kind of where it, it comes in. I'm thankful, grateful, blessed to be in this industry because it gives me the time with, with the kids. And I'm also at the same time, I know without a shadow of a doubt that <laughs> I need to sell houses. Yeah. Right? I have to have the urgency <laughs> and the passion. Um, uh, to make sure that we're generating the money so everybody's happy at home and keep the lights on. So That's something I've been focusing on personally myself is really figuring out what makes me happy and just working on that or those things. Um, going into like year two, second full year of real estate for myself, it's like, okay, so what is it? Why are you doing this exactly? Mm-hmm. And work on those things. So that's been, like you said, it's in the middle somewhere. Right. Uh, where are you from? 
Uh, I was born in Marietta, Georgia, um, just north of Atlanta. Don't remember it. Two years old when I moved out of there. Um, we continued to migrate north. Lived in Elizabethtown, Kentucky for a little bit. Moved up to Louisville. Um, and to anyone down there, you can tell I said it right. It's Louisville, not Louisville or <laughs> whatever. It's Louisville. Uh, uh, New Albany, Indiana, which is a suburb of Louisville. Uh, then I moved to Cincinnati when I was uh, nine, right before I turned ten. So I've been here for thirty plus years. So that is where I'm from, I guess. Okay. We take that physically, but we also tend to ask that question kind of philosophically. Sure. So, like, where are you coming from? Obviously, family man. Like your philosophy, like you said, <clears throat> everything's kind of meets in the middle. So nothing too extreme. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, literally, that's where I'm from, um, a hospital. <laughs> uh, very in touch with uh, doctrine of Scripture. Um, I tend to let that ground me and be my center in all aspects of life is, is you know, what I can find in, in the Bible. Again, everything's, the truth is in the middle. Um, and in, in today's society, it's, no matter what you believe and what you, you connect with, it's somebody's going to see that radical or extreme, and it's educate yourself. I listened to a uh, Jordan Peterson, who's from Canada. He's a psychological doctor up there, and he takes some heat on some stuff, and the lady that was grilling him was questioning him on some stuff. And his simple response said, read more. Read more. Educate yourself more on, on these topics. So everything I do is rooted in... Um, in scripture to the best of my ability and it's not easy but yeah that's 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 kind of where I come from on my my moral decisions my my values my uh raising of the kids um my I think the greatest covenant we have as as, as people is marriage so I absolutely value um having my wife um by my side and I value being next to her um so those are those are and all that is found again again in scripture there's no there's no such thing as an original thought. You hear some of the great motivational speakings, and it's all rooted in Scripture, written 3,500 years ago, and it's just there's not an emotion or a feeling or anything that we can come up with that isn't grounded within there. Yeah, I think it was Mark Twain. I could be way off on this. Mark Twain said that Adam was the only man who, when he said something, knew it was the first time it had been said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there, there was an original thought. <laughs> Whatever Adam said was... He was the only one who knew. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, whether, you know, you believe in that creation or not, but the idea is, like, you know, it's all been done before. Correct, correct. Um, not to discount people's ideas, but like you said, you, what is original thought? Okay. That being said, the next question we always have is where are you going? Oh, that's man. tough one. This one hurts people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I uh, <laughs> I was in the car a week and a half ago with my um, seventh grader, who's who's twelve. And I, I just I said, Audrey, five and a half years, buddy, and you're gone. Me and mommy are empty nested, and then we're moving on. And then she, you know, we laugh about it, but it's you know our schedules are so busy. Um, I, you know, that's where I'm going, I guess. On on that that that. The layers of the cake, right? On that layer of the cake is 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 where we are. Is is 
those unrealistic sacrifices to the family, um, to work, life balance. Um, I'm just looking forward to spending the rest of my life with my wife. Um, so whatever that takes, um, I guess that's where I'm going. So it's, it's continuing this path of, of the balance, friendships, you know, whatever I have to do, it's, 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 I look forward to it regularly that, you know, that's where we're headed ultimately is, is, is empty nesting with my wife, um, just to, to take vacations, just the two of us, not at a ball field, not at a swimming pool, not freezing cold at a stadium watching a, a band concert and, I don't want to come across negative because I absolutely love every second um, with those. But, you know, the ultimate goal is to, to raise great kids and spend the rest of my life with the person I vowed to. I like so. that. I actually really like that answer. <laughs> uh, it's come up on the show before how I'm, like, single and I don't have the desire. It's like I'm not relationship-seeking. Mm-hmm. And Shannon's obviously married, our normal co-host, and... Like, I just, I get the draw of it, but I don't have that attachment. Like, no one in my life is like, well, I need to be with this person. And I don't think about that as I move through my life. Like, I worry about my son, take care of my son. And then everything else, not to sound selfish, but when I think of what I'm doing next is how am I setting myself up for me. Right. Um, So I'm, I'm really kind of fascinated by the idea of finding your person. Sure. So, like I said, it's not something that I'm like, oh, I have to find my person. I'm just like, wow, that's an interesting idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I can, maybe one day it'll happen, I don't know. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, okay, that's, that's, yeah. I like it. I like that answer a lot. Our, our next question is, um, it's usually Shannon's favorite, and I'm always, these are the best questions. Is Quentin, tell us a secret. Secret, um, uh, like um, I, I guess again, it's it's open ended, isn't it? It so is a secret by that's, design. That's good. That's a good secret question. Um, I don't. I'm, I guess the secret is there are no secrets. I uh, I, I don't think there are any secrets to, to life. It's it's uh, it's very transparent. It's 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 very um, open. So I've, I've actually read the book The Secret. <laughs> which is based on um, cliff notes. You know, what you put out into the world, you're going to return. I don't think that's a big secret, man. I, I mean, if, it, if it's a secret that if you work hard and do good, then you're surrounded by good. I, I, I don't think there's anything in life as a secret. And again, it's, it's maybe I'm biased or it's the authority of Scripture that I've allowed to take over my life. But when you read the cause and effects of life, it's it's not a secret, man. I, I think there's behavioral laws, you know, as, as the law of gravity. If I, I We don't question that law of gravity. But, you know, in a, in a philosophical reasoning of the world of what it takes to be successful, we question it a lot. We question theories, we question philosophies, and it's... I don't think there's a secret to uh, to life. I think it's find your center... And, you know, again, mine is, is, is obviously where it is. And make that the absolute most important thing in your life. And then you're going to wake up when you're, you know, I guess if 
talking to a, a high school age kid or a college age kid who's getting ready to go out into the world, you know, find your true center, um, attack it, love it, embrace it, let it be you. And you're going to wake up when you're 35 years old and you're either going to be alone because nobody wants to be around you or you're going to be surrounded by people that care for you. And it's just, it's, I don't think there's a big secret. Okay, first off, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Second, I like that. You, by saying there's no secret, you actually gave us a secret. Find your center. I think that's... Okay. That is important. I, I don't think a lot of people are going to think that's your satisfying secret, so we're gonna, I'm going to keep prying on you a little bit. You can give us a pro tip here as a secret, too. Oh, my, my. <laughs> so, so I guess I would default into read Scripture. Okay. Read more. If you question it, if you don't believe it, if you doubt it, um, sit with scholars. That's my secret is, is, you know, I used to have, say, anger issues. I just don't anymore because you find your center and it's just things just don't, don't add up. And once you start adding things up in life, it's like, huh, makes more sense to behave this way. Um, you know, I'm not the most extreme disciplined person in the world. I'm trying to diet. I'm just not disciplined, right? So there are areas that... that but, uh, yeah, my, I guess if I had to be forced to a secret, besides there is no secret, it's uh, educate yourself. Um, read biographies. Because everyone has a, has, a, has a path of just unbelievable sacrifice to get where they are today. So all we see is the finished product of celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. We don't ever see what they went through to become celebrity. We don't see the sleepless nights. We don't see the sacrifice. We don't see everything they went through. You know, in, in Hollywood, you know, all the plays, all the times that they were rejected, auditions didn't make it. I mean, we, we don't get to see that. We just see them, you know. So it's, it's um, but again, it goes back to work ethic, and I don't think that's a secret. You know, maybe it took them later in life to find their center. Yeah. And then things started producing for them organically, but um, Scripture would be my secret to the way I approach life. That's that's an admirable one. I like that. Um, celebrity came up last week. We talked about like the aloofness of mega celebrities and where that comes in. Kind of, you know, it's just like you said. You don't you see when someone's at that celebrity status, you see the end product, and you hear like certain people are notoriously not nice to fans when they meet them. Like it's because you're not the first fan they've met. <laughs> like, you came up to me on the street when I was trying to have a date or I was going grocery shopping. Like, yeah. I get that. I said, I, I personally, I don't have a frame of reference for that. Like, I can go out all day and never get noticed. Correct. But these people can't, literally can't go out the door without paparazzi taking pictures of them. Like, it's going to change your mental state. Like, where is that change? Where is that and I guess it's different for every pe- person. It's mm-hmm. kind of what we came to, like, because some people are just naturally that way anyway. Like, they don't want to engage with you at all. Don't talk to me. Don't. Right. And they're not celebrities by any stretch. One million percent correct. I could not yeah. agree more. It's, it's just interesting that where people are coming from. And then the last question we have, um, I have to answer this too, but I'm going to let you answer it first. Quentin, what's the last thing that you learned? So where I live, um, over on the, I guess, the last thing I learned is on Beachmont Avenue, very, very close to my house, they are putting in a Sonic. 
Which Ooh, is not good for my discipline of my diet because their green apple slushies are... say it's the slushy business. ...heavenly <laughs> to me. Um, I'm a big fan of their counties, too. Yeah. They got, they're, they got they're sleeper counties. Cheddar peppers are... Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I haven't had lunch yet. That's making me hungry. So I just found that out probably... An hour ago <laughs> on social media. Like if anybody wants to know what's going in the old Tim Hortons building, it's uh, Sonic. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I obviously learned that Shannon is still not feeling well. Um, hopefully she's getting better, but that's not my last thing I learned. The last thing I learned is that stupid TikTok app is so addictive. Yeah, I'm I'm almost embarrassed, but I'm not. I'm having a good time, right? Um, but I've I've been engaging with that really heavily, like the last five or six days. Yep, and it's literally mostly people dancing and lip syncing. Yep, but I can't stop. I can't stop. No, my oldest and youngest daughter are uh, addicted as well, so. I, I don't I don't know what algorithm they've hit in people's brains, <laughs> but man, it is. And I'll watch the same 15-second thing like four or five times if it's halfway decent. I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's phenomenal how, just with that being said, how we're so captivated with, with TikTok. How freaking creative are people? Yeah, some of them are so... So good. It's unbelievable how quick and creative we are as, as a people. Like, it's fantastic, uh, the level of stuff that you get to see on there. It's like, who would have thought of that? So, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's easy to get addicted to uh, creativity, if you will. Yeah, and it's, it's really easy to create on there as well. Yeah. So I think I've made seven or eight videos now. Okay. And I'm not. Whatever. But the one I made last night was eight seconds long. And before I went to bed, it had almost 5,000 views. Wow. And I'll, I'll show it to you. But it's ridiculous. It's stupid. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How I went saw on? the one you posted of guys yelling. It's like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just neat to. But yeah, I'm, I'm having fun there. I'm trying to not let it take all my time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. It's been a really interesting outlet, and I'm, you know, too old for it, but it's still fun. Never too old to be creative. Never too old to be creative. It's, it's tough because, you know, I've got one of those brains that just take off. Like, I'll hear something, and it's my brain just goes so far down the road of that thought, and it's kind of like, whoa, reel it in, reel it in. But, you know, like, word association, I can't hear a conversation without a song popping in my head or a movie scene popping in my head. I just can't do it. So it's like sometimes in a conversation I start giggling because I'm, I'm thinking of a movie. Yeah. And it's like, ah. So in a way where I bring that up is like, again, example of my brain just can't stay still. But like those are in our head. And sometimes we just think of like, oh, wouldn't that be funny? Oh, I can do it. It's TikTok. Yes. So I can recreate this thing in my own little vision of what I think is funny. Or I can add to what has already been done, take away from so it's it's it. I think TikTok is. It just gives us that release of of what is naturally in us to just be creative, right? Rock it, man! Do it. And Help, I mean, they can be fifteen seconds, 
10 seconds, a minute, three minutes, like you build onto them, put as little effort or as much effort, like it's low stakes. Yeah. And it's stupidly gratifying. It, like, it's, like, and some of the most viral <laughs> ones, it's like, that is the dumbest thing. It's <laughs> yes. so dumb, but I'm, I'm laughing at it. So it's like, as, 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 again, as a people, like, we think so much of the repercussions of the things that we do, which is good, but it goes back to, you know, I have a conversation goes full circle. It's the truth is in the middle, right? You can get extreme. But at the same time, it's like, you know, within reason, be dumb. Say something stupid. Be goofy. Be ridiculous. Put it out there. Let the world laugh at it. And it's like, we'll sit here and we'll do this TikTok and we're just, we see ourselves and we're like, man, is that funny? Is that funny? I think it's funny. Yeah. What's everybody else going to think? Like, oh, man. I don't know. Post it. Put it out there. And then they're going to laugh. And you're viral over, I think one of the funniest ones, <laughs> the heavy set kid put on some sunglasses, like blocking out all the haters or whatever. <laughs> like, that's so funny. It's just... It went viral and it's used everywhere. You see these memes that just, it's, it's funny. Quentin, I really appreciate you coming through Clutch on for me. Yeah, glad to do on it. On short notice. I'd love yeah. to at some point if you're willing to have you back and give you the full Shannon experience. But I understand. You're a busy man. Got them, yeah. got them kids to race. Yeah, it's, it's busy. You know, and I love, you know, as obviously you and I have plenty of organic conversations just in the office. And you know, I think we're lined up. Um, for the most part, on the same level of just the approach of life and the values and core values of life. And it's uh, it's always good to have those conversations. Um, so, yeah, I always enjoy sitting. Yeah. My, my, probably my biggest philosophy, you know, and I know you say so you're grounded in Scripture. I don't do uh, the Christian Bible thing. I, it makes it sound like it's weird. <laughs> um, I'm by, by no means am I based in a faith religiously a specific one but like every faith the golden rule is in every faith literally every faith so you know my my take on the golden rule is do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anybody right like that's my stance on it so like I don't have the answers no and I don't I don't I don't know that anybody has the answer so even in that in that faith or that belief or that philosophy it's it's uh the layers of the cake right your your faith is within a layer above you like i don't i don't understand but there's a layer above that i'm just investing so it's just you know do unto others as you have others do unto you or just do what you will but don't harm anybody i mean it's it's still a a trust and faith in in a next layer of the cake um and it's just, if that's your center, then 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 understand that, and and study that, research that, um, gravitate toward that. Just understand it to it, its purity of what it truly means. And uh, you know, you're, you're you're we don't have the answers, but all the answers are above us. So right. And in my belief, my above is just <laughs> yes, above above. And so. that's how I deal with things that don't make sense scripturally. You know, there's contradictions in there. You can find contradictions er- everywhere. So, I, not to say I scrapped it, but boiled down for me is like, who am I to tell that person what they can't do as long as they're not hurting anybody? Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I do, but I don't agree, right? <laughs> I, I do. I understand. I know where you're coming from, and I'm not challenging it at all yeah. I don't want to come across that way it's right, for me yeah. like that's how I express the same idea right right 
And I think we need more of that in the world. It's like, hmm, okay. And I love to listen to, I listen to a ton of podcasts that are 100% don't align up with my thoughts. But it's like, what are they grounded in? Because it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, ah, okay. I can kind of see the motivation. Nothing I believe or, or cling on to or hold on to, but it's, okay. And I, I just, I just, what's one's motivation? I don't know. And not that it's going to affect my life or their life, but at the same time, it's just, you can find some mutual respect to just move on with life. Like, okay. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Right? I think it's I don't think there's anything acceptable. wrong with that. Yep. yep. Especially I, in the political world. I think and, we would do better if we could agree <laughs> to disagree a little more. Yeah. So, no, again, thanks for the time. and I'm, I'm glad we can put this together on short notice and keep consistency and I, I really appreciate that because I was sweating bullets today. I'm like, I'm going to have to come up with a bloopers reel or you know something. What, man? Secret. I'm glad we kept talking. That might, consistency is, is a secret that is so underrated. Uh, be consistent of who you are as a person because we're in an in a, in a industry. You know, I, I used to work retail and uh, we'd send out weekly emails to all the stores. I worked in a corporate office and we would send out updates weekly. You know, some you get kickback on or feedback on, or, or and some you wouldn't. So I, I oversaw, oh, man, at one time probably 60-something different stores, locations. And I would send the same email, but I would only hear from a few. Um, why do you send that? That's dumb. It doesn't make sense. It only highlights dot, 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 right? And then you would hear from some others, that, oh, man, I love that you send this because it helps me track. So it's like, all right, so I'm getting completely different ends of, of the thing, but... If I consistently send it, you know, the people that enjoy it are going to use it. Correct. So I have to be consistent on my approach because no matter what I say or no matter what I deliver or no matter what I'm trying to come across as, I have to be consistently that. You know, some of the greatest people that, and this is a challenge for everybody listening and for you, for everybody, think of the greatest people in your life, and I bet you, they're the most consistent people in your life. Just consistent with their behaviors, consistent with their reactions, just consistently who they are. It's who you like the most in your life, without question. So that, that that's reliving the secret is just, just be consistent. Finding your center, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So I guess this is a point where we just babble on. Yeah, I'll do the... Yeah, My brain never stops. <laughs> Hey, if you guys want to add me on that TikTok thing, um, I'm at Mike Means Pivot. So, I mean, but don't if you're not going to like the stuff I post, I guess. Don't do that. As always, email us at noonespecialpodcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. We would love to hear from you and have you on. So I don't know why you haven't emailed us yet, but I'm talking to you directly right now. Do it. Thanks. Till then, talk to some strangers.